BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude, here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Math is well-intentioned. It just wants to be liked, to be your friend, and to help you solve problems. But math has a problem of its own, a public relations problem. It confuses lots of smart people who have simply never attained a proper understanding of math fundamentals. So I'm going on a PR offensive to lend math a helping hand. Today we're heading back to basic training to straighten out any confusion about the what and why of decimal points and decimal numbers. When we first talked about the Fibonacci sequence a few episodes ago, I mentioned that Fibonacci's famous book introduced Europe to the 0 through 9 Arabic numeral system that we still use today. And we're all fortunate for that because it's very convenient to work with. To illustrate this, let's briefly talk about one alternative, the Roman numeral system. In this system, numbers are represented by letters. I represents 1, V is 5, X represents 10, L 50, C 100, D 500, and M 1000. To represent a number like 3, you write III, or to write 15, you write XV. We won't go through all the details of how the system works. You can read about it on Wikipedia if you like. But the important thing to take away is that though this system is certainly a reasonable way to write and record numbers, it's terrible for doing arithmetic. There's just not a good, quick, systematic way to add a series of numbers like XV plus X plus III plus V. And just imagine how hard it'd be to do division. Herein lies the beauty of the 0 through 9 number system known as the decimal system. A quick aside, the word decimal here is derived from the same word as decade. So just like there are 10 years in a decade, there are also 10 integer numerals, 0 through 9, in the decimal system. In contrast to Roman numerals, addition, subtraction, division, and many other things are all relatively easy with decimal numbers. This system allows us to write numbers using positional notation, that is, where the number of ones is represented by the numeral in the first digit, the number of tens by the numeral just to the left of the first digit, hundreds by the next to the left, then thousands, and so on. For example, with the number 2,573, the 3 is in the ones place, the 7 is in the tens place, the 5 is in the hundreds place, and the 2 is in the thousands place. It's a much simpler system. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Now, here comes the leap of inspiration. Let's try sticking to this positional notation scheme where each digit represents a number that's 10 times smaller than the one to its left, and let's extend it out to the right, beyond the ones place. Well, that sounds great, but we're going to have a problem. How will we know what power of 10 the digit on the far right represents? We won't just be able to assume it's the ones column anymore. So, 
Let's introduce a bit of additional notation: the decimal separator, more commonly known as the decimal point in the U.S. Take the number 1.0 for example. The decimal point is written as a period. This is the common practice in the U.S., but there are many places around the world where a comma is used instead. So beware. The digit to the immediate left of the decimal point is, as always, the ones column, and the first digit to the right of the decimal point is what's called the tenths column. The tenths column is aptly named since it represents the number of one tenths, and the digit to the right of that, the hundredths column, must therefore represent the number of one one hundredths. In other words, the number one tenth is written zero point one, and three tenths is written zero point three. How about eleven one hundredths? That's zero point one one, which means one one tenth plus one 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 hundredth. These are called decimal fractions. They're just like normal fractions, except the denominator is always a power of ten. And this is great because it's just a natural extension of the decimal system that we already know and love from the world of integers into the world of fractions. Pretty clever, right? But you might be wondering why we need to have a second way to write fractions. Isn't that redundant? And doesn't it just confuse things? Well, the answer takes us back to the Roman numeral system we talked about before. Similar to the way in which arithmetic is much easier with decimal integers rather than Roman numerals, in many situations it's much easier to solve problems using the decimal fractions we've been talking about rather than traditional numerator and denominator fractions. Not always, but frequently. Especially when it comes to solving problems numerically on computers. One more thing before we finish up for today: since decimal fractions are really just an extension of the decimal integer system we're accustomed to, everything you already know about working with integers also works with decimal fractions. So all the tricks we've talked about for speeding up addition with integers, such as finding pairs of numbers that add to ten and working from left to right instead of right to left, still work. To test your skills, give the practice problems at the end of the web article version of this episode a try. That's available at mathdude.quickanddirtytips.com, and then check out this week's MathDude video extra episode on YouTube for an explanation. So that's the origin and meaning of the decimal point and decimal numbers. I know this might not be earth-shattering new knowledge for many of you, but it pays to explore and understand the true meaning of things. In other words, where do these things we use every day really come from? Because once you understand that, it's much easier to extend that knowledge into other realms, which is exactly what we'll start doing in next week's episode. Remember, you can get updates about the Math Dude podcast, the video extra episodes, and all my other guaranteed to be fascinating musings about math and science by following me on Twitter at twitter.com/jasonmarshall. And don't forget to join our great community of math fans by becoming a fan of the Math Dude on Facebook. That's at facebook.com/themathdude. Finally. If you like what you've heard and have a few minutes to spare, I'd greatly appreciate your review on iTunes. And while you're there, please subscribe to the podcast to ensure you'll never miss a new episode. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with the Math Dude's quick and dirty tips to make math easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico—it's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/slash/investing-in-America.